0: Welcome to the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is a Soto Zen sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us.
1: Happy birthday! It is an auspicious day. Uh, some 2,500 years ago, nobody's exactly sure when, it is said that the Buddha, Shakyamuni, Katama Buddha, uh, the sage of the Shakyamuni, was born uh, in Nepal. Which is at the time was at the time India, and of course, when was that? Where was that? Here, there, always. I've just given my talk, so I guess I could end it here. That's really the the whole point of the story. But uh, there's quite a fantastic legend that goes with it, I've posted it, Um, it involves a mother who had a vision of a white six-tusked elephant that appeared in her dream and flew into her side and lo and behold, a little while later there was a virgin birth. I'm saying, you know There's a lot of similarity in different religions. The legends here, are they true? Are they historical? They're true in our heart. It was someone's trying to say that this was a special time with all kinds of symbolism. And uh, when I was in India, um, about two years ago now, I saw... White six-tusk elephants at many of the Hindu temples. It's part of the special decoration. And the Jain temples, another religion there that's similar in many ways to Buddhism. What does it mean? I could tell you what I think it means. But I'd be lying. I have no idea. I think it just meant a special symbol as a lot of the symbolism in this story of a baby who was bor- born walking and talking with dragons raining pure water from the heavens and flowers drifting down. And that baby walking and talking took seven steps and said, heaven above and earth beneath. This is the, what he's saying there. With the, He's pointing up there. And down, you see, one hand down, one hand up. Heaven above and earth beneath. I am the honored one, the one who liberates all who suffer in the three realms. Now, there are various versions of this. And I'll tell you, some people think it got transferred or transposed from the Buddha's enlightenment story, which is in December. We celebrate he was sitting under the Bodhi tree and he realized enlightenment And as soon as he did that, he said something. Now, this is one version where he says, heaven above, earth beneath, I am the honored one. Because he's a very respected figure in our religion, you know. But the version I prefer is the other one, which says, above and below, all are enlightened with me. I am the honored one. And so are you and the stars and the mountains. We are all, this world is the honored one. That's the version I care for. But here we have this great tale. His mother died a few days later. He was raised uh, by his aunt, uh, a stepmother. Uh, It was predicted to his father that he would either be a great leader, political leader, or a great sage. And I think you know the rest of the story. Uh, The father tried to, like, you know, many of our fathers tried to get him into the family business, push him into, you know, taking over. And, you know, kids are kids. He snuck out one night, you know, and uh, joined some, you know group with robes and the whole thing, went off to India to find himself, man. It was like the 60s in any event. What we're going to read today is uh, Master Dogen's riffing on that story I just told you with the flowers and the dragons and the elephants. Uh, these were a series of uh, annual talks, I suppose. We don't have all of them I, we, that are from a book called the Ehe Koroku which is very different from the Shobogenzo. The Shobogenzo, which I read here several times, is usually him really free-forming. The Ehe Koroku is a collection of his more standard talks, plus other things. The poems are in there, the Fukanzazengi is in there, where, it, traditionally in Buddhism, the form is very stylized. Zen masters actually were very predictable in how they would do these talks. I think they did them twice a month and on special days the kinds of things they would say, the kinds of gestures they would make. For example, you'll see him draw a circle in the air. Sometimes it could turn into just, as you say, in painting, mannerism, just copying the old style. But the point of much Zen training, as I've told you before, is to find freedom in the form. So like the Renaissance painter, they were all painting the same Jesus. They were all painting the same colors, but... They would find their freedom within the rules and restrictions. There was much here, too. And Dogen, I think, was really speaking from his heart. You know, this is crazy old Dogen coming through, even though the form is very structured. Um, The first talk we have, the Dharma Hall discourse of 1241. Today, my original teacher, Shakyamuni Tathagata, the thus-come-one, he comes from thusness, he goes to thusness, the Tathagata, descended to be born at Lumbini Park. We say he descended because we believe the Buddhas originally are in the Tushta heaven, in traditional Buddhist belief, which is a heaven, And when the time is right, they descend. Now, one of the reasons the story is like this with a walking, talking Buddha is there's quite kind of a debate in Buddhist belief. Some people said he was a human being who was born, who became the Buddha after searching and finding it. Then the other school says, no, he's always been the Buddha. He is the Buddha thousands of years before Millions of years before, kalpas, we say, endless eras before, he was the Buddha or he became the Buddha and he was born already enlightened and just went through the whole story to teach us. That's where this comes from, that he's a walking, talking, grown up, enlightened, already enlightened being at his birth, you see. So he was in Tushta heaven, already all ready to go. And he descended Tell me whether the great sage is born or not. If you say he has descended to be born, I grant you have done one portion of practice. In other words, you understand part of the story. If you say he has not descended to be born, I grant you have done one other portion of practice. If you are already like this, And I'll continue in a second. I believe this is the story you've heard me speak about month after month is we're born and we die. But yet we do not. Because there is Tathagata, no coming, no going from thusness. The Buddha is the wave that arrives. The Buddha is the wave that returns. The Buddha and you and me are the sea. So when the wave arose and the Buddha descended, was he born? If you say yes, you've got part of it. And if you say not really, then you've got part of it. You see, because the Buddha is the wave arising, the wave that fades, and the sea. And so are you, and so are me, and so is, if I may say, Sation's mother who passed away. If, if I may impose our beliefs on on her uh, passing, that's why I often say we pass from this visible world. We pass, yet in Buddhism, we are still this world, the sea. So he continues: If you are not obstructed by mountains or oceans, are you obstructed by birth or not? If you can see the wholeness of the sea, what mountains? What oceans? to bind you even if if you are not obstructed by mountains or oceans are you obstructed by birth or not i've got i missed the line if you are ready like this you are not obstructed by mountains or oceans and will be born to a king's palace like Shakyamuni Buddha even if previous buddhas and ancestors say that they are obstructed by birth today this mountain monk dogen simply says that I am not obstructed by birth. If we are not obstructed by mountains and oceans and are not obstructed by birth, all people in the entire earth in the entire universe are born together with Shakyamuni Tathagata and say, above the heavens and below the heavens, I alone in the world honored one. See, that's, that's what I said before. I knew where this story was going. I alone am the world honored one. And that means you and me and the whole world and the mountains and the oceans. After taking seven steps in ten directions, ten directions means every place, all place, all possible directions. Why did he take seven steps? I didn't have time to check this before I came today. I'm sure there are many interpretations that have found great significance, but I cannot recall why it's seven. But it doesn't matter, really, because seven here is the ten directions, all places, all times. This statement was the lion's roar and a baby's crying. How do you express such a manifestation? After a pause, Dogen said, in the entire universe and pervading the heavens, good fortune arrives. The grandmotherly intimate heart is expressed by the sage's descent to birth. That's a sign of compassion, caring, the grandmother heart. Right. How can we make offerings serve, make prostrations and bathe to celebrate the sages' descent to birth? It's traditional. As I said, dragons poured water, or they say some sages, the three wise men showed up following the star. It's a very similar story. And they saw the little baby and they were brought the spices. In this case, they they poured. Tea and so, if you go to many Buddhist temples today in Japan, you will see that some of them have this statue almost exactly the same, and people come and pour sweet tea on the statue. It's a custom in Japan. Now, Hanamatsuri, this festival is not big in Japan. If you go down to Thailand, maybe, it's Mardi Gras, it's a big thing. If you go to Korea and some other places, it's a big holiday. Why it has not become a big holiday holiday in Japan? I think there are many reasons having to do with the suppression of Buddhism over the years and the fact that it was not emphasized. I really don't know. But if you went to temples, they have a very quiet ceremony, and some people, the parishioners, will come and pour sweet tea over the baby Buddha. Together with the pure great ocean assembly, let us enter the Buddha hall and perform the ceremony. Okay. That was 1241. Jumping ahead five years. My root teacher, great master Shakyamuni Buddha, 3,000 years ago this morning, descended from the heavens and took birth in Lumbini. As you can see, he said 3,000 years. They really were a little fuzzy on the dates. And the historians still are. Some say he was not even really a historical figure. I think there was someone, my feeling, just there's too much evidence. But they more or less guessed by about 100, 150 years, either way. When I went to Nepal, there were two cities fighting over which is Lumbini. You know, one is in India, one is in Nepal. And of course, there's a big rivalry between the Nepalese and the Indians. And they all have their evidence. It seems that most people agree it's probably the Nepali location, but the Indians are saying, no, we're the real Lumini, and we should get the tourist business. He was born as the son of King Sodana. He took seven steps to the ten directions, pointed one hand to the heavens and one hand to the earth, looked to the four directions and said, above the heavens and below the heavens, I alone am the venerable one. The teacher Dogen said, great assembly. Do you want to see the birth of the world honored one? Dogen held up his whisk and drew the Enso in the air. Our sign of of emptiness, which I often, you've heard me say, you're an old visitor here now. You've heard this emptiness is also our great fullness and wholeness where all things come and all things arise and all things return and is all things. For our podcast listeners, he is now drawing a very dramatic Enso in the Sky. Dogan said, The world-honored one has been born in the entire world in ten directions, in mountains, rivers, and lands, all the human beings, and all sentient or insentient beings. That was... Dogen's saying that even the insentient, a part of this story, are alive. And all Buddhas in the three times in the ten directions all have been born simultaneously with Gautama, the world-honored one. Not one thing is born before or after that. What is the reason for this? It is because the world-honored one receives Daibutsu's taking birth and takes birth. Now, what is this Daibutsu? Daibutsu means big Buddha, like we have in the next town here, the great big Buddha is Ushiku Daibutsu. We have a giant Buddha in the next town called the Daibutsu. But this Daibutsu can mean a couple of things. This time, he, Dogen was just creating Aheji Monastery, his big monastery, but the name was a, not yet Aheji. It was Daibutsuji, great Buddha monastery. And the abbot of Daibutsuji is known as Daibutsu, like I am tree leaf. Technically, an old way of speaking, I would refer to myself, tree leaf now draws a circle in the air, because I am tree leaf. But, uh, so this may say, Dogen was the Buddha here, because in the old days, the, the abbot, I don't get respect like this at all, believe me, even from my own students, but the abbot took the place of the Buddha statue, was the buddha so sometimes he would sit there and take on the persona really of the guru and he was for the the buddha come to life you see so Dogen sometimes was talking that way he said i'm here guys i'm representing this or the daibutsu might mean the great sea the great ocean too which is the great buddha so it's not clear which one Dogen's referencing here maybe both. Not one thing is born before or after that. What is the reason? It is because the world honored one receives Dai Butsu's taking birth and takes birth. Receives Dai Butsu's legs and takes seven steps and receives Dai Butsu's open mouth and then says above the heavens and below the heavens, Ilo and the vulnerable one. There's a saying that when you Move your eyes, it is the Buddha's moving his eyes. When you walk, it is the Buddha's walking. Maybe something like that. Ultimately, I should further state, not receiving any sensation is what is called true receiving or samadhi. If this is so, drops of water do not fall in different places. Uh, this is based on the translation of the Ehe Koroku by the wonderful Shohaku Okamura, Okamura and Taigen Dan Layton. And they had a footnote on this, which was very helpful. And um, here is the basic idea, as I understood it, as they explained it. You get many sensations from the outside world, you know, in our brain. And we judge them positive, negative, and neutral. Part of our Zen practice is to drop judgments of the positive, the negative, and the neutral. Not to find nothing, but to find again this wonderful takes it all in. Okay? Your life, some negative, not a lot of positive, some things neutral. When we sit Zazen, all is Received and not received because we drop the judgments, and that wholeness is what is called true receiving. That's samadhi, where it all comes together in this wondrous something that sweeps in the negative, the positive, where that we receive through our sensations is true receiving. That's what is here. And if it's not, don't blame me. That's what Taigen and Okamura said. I'm just, blame them. They got it. you know, I'm just repeating what they said. So if they got it wrong, not my fault. But I think they got it right. Now, if this is so, drops of water do not fall in different places. And again, the drops of water, like the dew on the grass represents all the separate things of the world. Right? But if it's all swept into that wholeness, that true receiving, all the separate things are not so separate. I think that's what this means. Not receiving any receiving of, of sensation is what is called true receiving or samadhi. If this is so, drops of water do not fall in separate places. What is the principle of not falling in different places? Go to page two. After a pause, Dogen said, if we do not transmit the Dharma and save living beings, our practice cannot be considered to repay the kindness of Buddha. What is the principle of transmitting Dharma and repaying kindness? I will descend from the seat and together with the great assembly, go to the Buddha hall and respectfully bathe the pure Dharma body of the Tathagata Buddha. Okay. Okay. One more. Must have been hard on Dogen. You know, I said it was very formalized, but again, you know, he can't give the same. Maybe he gave the same talk every year. That's why we're skipping years here. You know, and uh, these days, if you you try to do this too much, if you just go with the form and you just if I just came in here and said, here's my talk. Circle in the air. The Buddha is born. Let us sit. If I did that, you'd go. So my job is much I have to make up an original talk every month. And yet, as these guys know, because they've been sitting here and some of you, boy, he still repeats himself all the time. Jundo always says the same thing. You know, I come here to get something new and he's always on about the same thing. The ocean and the waves, you know, nothing. I'm afraid I have nothing more to tell you. You've heard it all. You heard one of these Dogen talks. You've heard all the Dogen talks, if you really understand what it says. Okay, 1247. Here is a story. Ah, no, no. Now, sometimes Zen masters could really get things upside down, and it could be a little shocking here. Because they say, don't, you know, we're talking about the beauty and the flowers from the sky and the magnificent baby, And the Zen masters want to say, don't be so quick to confuse beauty with beauty. And ugliness with ugly. Let's see what happens here. Hongzhi was our great ancestor in the Soto lineage. He was not a direct line from Dogen, but he was the abbot of Tiantang monastery where Dogen studied and he's kind of our uncle. And he's considered to be one of the main founders of silent illumination meditation, which is kind of the forerunner of Dogen style shikantaza. It's like uh, the relationship of jujitsu to judo. It's changed a little, but Hongzhu is our main man here. When Zen Master Hongzhu was abbot at Tiantong, he said in a dharma hall discourse on this day of Buddha's birthday. When the pure water of the emptiness of self-nature and the radiant body of the Dharma realm are only faintly distinguished, then this person is born. Without cleansing the dust from the body, because of this water's wonderful dust, uh, tr- touch, he expresses clear realization. I ask you, for many years he has been departed, so how can he return to be near us today? On this day, this is still Hongjir talking, on this day, 2,000 years ago, he pointed to heaven and to earth and gave the lion's roar. Master Yumen, another famous Zen master, remained at war while thinking about great peace by saying that he would kill the baby Buddha and assuredly feed him to the dogs. Now, Yumen who also, I believe, is the master who was asked, what is Buddha, and said, the Buddha is a piece of crap, or a shitstick. That's a famous saying by our highly venerated ancestor, Master Yunmen, who when he was asked, what is the Buddha, said, oh, the Buddha is shit. And now he says, oh, the great birth of the Buddha. I would kill that baby Buddha. Please, not literally. We're talking figuratively here. And feed him to the dogs. Why do Zen masters say this? When he says the Buddha is shit, he says, don't think that the most crude and ugly thing in this world is anything but that. That ocean, that beauty when you can see. And if you get attached to a Buddha, Buddha who is only beautiful, I'll put something crude and violent in your eyes to show you that you need to see through that too. Of course, he would not literally kill A monk has a vow not to do violence, not to take sentient life. He would not literally do this. He means kill your image of a Buddha statue to find the real thing. Okay? On the other hand, Dogen seems to still was a little critical of this. So uh, Hongjir continues after this, feed him to the dogs. This is pointing east and calling it west, or Hongjir is critical of you men. It's getting confusing. So Dogen is relating Hongjir, who is critical, seems maybe a little of Min's violent image. This is pointing east and calling it west. In other words, getting it backwards. Making non-existence into existence. Although I pour foul water on you, don't get angry. Now that I see you, how will you accept it? Buddha said, not receiving any sensation is called right receiving. Again, the same thing. You take that ugly, sensation, you take the beautiful sensation, you take the neutral sensations and mix them all together and you get what I would call the great beauty. The great beauty. Because it's not just empty. If you practice like this, each drop falls on earth exactly on the same spot. Okay? So this is how Zen masters talk sometimes. They would try to shock because they wanted to teach you to see through this. We, we don't feed the baby Buddha to the dogs. The teacher Dogen said, although the ancient Buddha Hongzir said it like this, how would Ehe, that's me Dogen, speak of the true meaning of this birthday? Dropping off the body within the 10,000 forms, naturally he had the conditions for this birth. In the single color, after transforming the body, he saw the vital path afresh. What is the meaning of our bathing the Buddha? After a pause, Dogen said, holding together our own broken wooden ladle, we pour water on his hand to bathe the body of the Tathagata. The wooden ladle is something imperfect. We take our imperfect broken thing. We take our imperfect broken life. We take our imperfect broken world and yet, we find the beauty and magnificence of pouring clear water on the Buddha. Something like that. That's why the ladle is broken. Okay. uh, We'll go to the last here. Almost the last. There was one more in the book after this I didn't take, but this is two years before Dogen's death now. He died in 1253. So he's kind of old, sick, and cranky at this point. But still... Still, he this year, he, he had to take that trip I talked about, I think, last time where the, he was called to meet the Shogun. He didn't want to go, and he came home, and then he's not feeling well. He had stomach troubles like me, and he didn't have a good, uh, uh, you know, stomach doctor like I have. So, unfortunately, he didn't make it past the age of 53. Um, so this was two years before his death, and he said, On this day, living beings... Find their father and manage the family business. That's just by chance. I made a family business joke in there. I forgot this was in here. Family family business, taking over the family business. Sages see their teacher and become cheerful. It's springtime. It's beautiful. That's the image here. It's also April there was just as beautiful as April here, you know. Hibernating insects must be glad for the present auspicious happiness. As the spring proceeds, we increasingly love the thundering voice. I guess it means April showers will bring May flowers. The thunder, the thundering voice. Who says that he descends from Tush to heaven? Why does only Maya, Shakyamuni's mother, have a sacred womb? The sacred womb, Buddha's mother? Is you, me, and everyone, this whole world. With virtue and wisdom as abundant as the sands of the Ganges river, in the great thousands of worlds, worlds, the adumbra blossoms, infinite worlds and worlds, the adumbra is a flower that rarely blooms. I think it's once every thousand years. So what he's saying is the birth of a Buddha or hearing this message is as rare as where rare can be and precious, yet we hear it. We hear this message. <clears throat> Although this principle is as such, how is the house of patch monks? How is our sangha? After a pause, Dogen said, destroying emptiness and tearing apart existence brings inexhaustible benefit. This world of existence and then the emptiness throw that away and throw this away and you'll find ah the real birth of buddha through playing with a monk staff another branch sprouts happy birthday and adrian you brought a spanish cake for us so we're going to actually have a little a you? they've enjoyed some birthday cake today are there any questions? Something, somewhere? Anybody? You have to hear the talking. You have to hear it again? Yes. Sir. Yes. Every time you come, I, I, I try to make it, you know, I just saw a wonderful documentary on a, on a guru. I'll tell you who it was. It was a Rajneesh. And someone wrote an article and said, why was the Rajneesh so popular? And he's very controversial. You know the Rajneesh? He ran kind of a, let's say a sex cult. It It was very wild. And they ended up plotting murder plots to kill politicians who were threatening their commune. And the Rajneesh sat in the middle of it. And people love it. And to this day, people love the Rajneesh. They think it's just the people around him did all these bad things. But he had a couple of tricks that this article discussed. that I said, "Oh, I, you know, I actually thought for a second. Well, maybe I should, you know, try this. Number one is he had them—the the, the beautiful, sweet, soft voice. He always spoke like a radio DJ on the evening listening channel at midnight. And perhaps if I gave my talks more like this, it would hypnotize you all." And then he would always say things. Maybe Dogen was doing this too, a little. If you say things that are kind of hard to understand, people understand them in their hearts. The moon is in the seventh house, and Jupiter aligns with Mars. And people would say, and then the Rajnees even found that that's so good. I'm going to become totally silent. And then people could find in me just whatever they wished. And he would sit there. He had a blue, beautiful face and just smile and bow. And he'd sit there. People would look at him. And... See? So maybe I will, this will be my new policy at Tree Leaf. I will now have the new Jundo voice. I will say things will that say things nobody understands. Understand. And we will turn into a sex call. No, I'm just kidding You're about that. This is the time of day when things get a little crazy. Please excuse me. Uh, anything, uh, anything at all? Jun at all. Yes. Can, Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. This is Neil. I'm actually on here twice, so I thought I'd say hello. <laughs> ah. It's very good as where you can appear twice in one place. <laughs> you have a question, Neil? No, it was just to say hello, seeing as you wanted to see my face. So I'm actually the blue man and I'm the one who keeps calling himself Neil. Now that is a con. I am the one that's called Neil, yet I am the blue man. Anything else, guys? All right. Um, oh yes, sexy. Oh, I
0: just wanted to say that um, I think actually tonight in Japan um, that it is Saturn and Mars that are aligning with the moon. So it's it's not Jupiter. I got the reference, but there really is an alignment tonight.
1: It is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> okay, I've got to peek around the corner of the Buddha here to see if anyone, because there are a couple of you tucked in the corner here. Anybody at all? We all good? Yes, Kyonen, our new priest here at Fully you, fully a Made Man priest here. Yes, Kyonen.
2: Um, I have been thinking about Buddha's birthday and to be honest I'm not quite comfortable bathing the baby Buddha's um, figure um, I, I was not comfortable with the idea because here um, because of Catholic influence um, people do bathe a baby Jesus um, figure every December in in Christmas uh, but This morning in Zazen, I realized that we can actually bathe baby Buddha's body with sweetness, but it means perhaps kindness and compassion to other people and to other sentient beings. So maybe um, I say this because uh, I know there may be some other people uh, uncomfortable with the idea of bathing um, a figure, that mind reminds us of um, Christianity. But I think maybe we can actually bathe the Buddha with uh, compassion and kindness. And uh, that could translate to bathe the whole world around us with compassion and kindness and sweetness.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm in full. Degree. As you know, as you can tell, I'm a minimalist on a lot of ceremony and ritual. And when there are these legends, I say, well, you know, you find it in your heart. But these... Are universal symbols, not of uh, people need to express their feeling inside of something sacred in these very tangible ways with a statue with pouring liquid people in Japan, if they have pains, they'll go up to the statue, rub the statue, and then touch their body where it hurts, like if my my I have a headache, I will touch the head of the Buddha statue and then my head to try People need this all over the world, so it's beautiful. Find what you need to express this to yourself.
0: Thank you for joining us for the tree leaf Zendo podcast. Tree leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health location, work childcare or family needs. We provide netcast Zazen retreats, discussion, Jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.